You're now listening to the Wandering Buffalo podcast with your hosts, Andrew Chang and Justin Gottlieb. Bills Mafia, welcome in and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Wandering Buffalo podcast. My name is Justin, I will be your host tonight, and this episode is brought to you by 26 Shirts. Um, We've been talking about them for a few weeks now, so if you haven't done so already, go ahead and check out 26 Shirts. Um, Just a company that's great in the community, some awesome uh, t-shirt designs, all kinds of gear for you out there, Bills Mafia, so go check that out. how about that game today, Bills Mafia? Uh, I'm over here still still trying to figure out which way is up, trying to get my heart rate back down. Just an absolute heartbreaker of a game, and one of, one of the wildest games that I've ever seen. Um, this is kind of akin to some of these Chiefs matchups that we've had recently. Um just kind of like the back and forth, the overtime. Um, for me on this game, there was, you know, four or five times that I thought the Bills won won the game. It's over. Uh, there's four or five times that I'm like, all right, it's over. And then I look at the clock, and there's still some time, and I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, that game right there was was not great for my long term health. <laughs> uh, so just kind of. Th- Talking about some of the players, and um, we'll start with Josh Allen. For a for a game that you know we weren't sure if he was going to play all week, um, kind of dealing with the injury, he came out there and he looked healthy to me. Um, I know he's still dealing with that elbow, um, but overall was playing pretty well. Now th- there were some costly mistakes. Um, so I'm speaking more to uh, the longevity for the season. I, d- I don't think that this injury that he was kind of playing through is something we have to worry about. Um, is it affecting his throwing motion or anything like that? Um, he looked like pretty vintage Josh Allen out there to me. Uh, but the main theme for this game for me was just costly mistakes and that starts with Josh Allen, um, starts in the first half, uh, bills are in the red zone driving and he throws the interception. Uh, you know, things happen. You can have one of those once in a while and, and be able to make up for it. Um, but the team ends up with four turnovers and obviously the, the game ends on, on an interception from Josh Allen that, I kind of felt like he forced, he was trying to force it in there, um, probably because he had so much time back there in the pocket. Um, but there was some underneath stuff that was open up there. And listen, I'm, I loved the play before when we were taking a shot at the end zone to Knox. Um, I'm texting some of my buddies right before that last play happens um, about, you know, how I wouldn't be playing for a tie in this position. You know, I don't think football should end in ties. You got to go down there and try to win the game, not play for a field goal here. Um, all that being said, uh, I thought that throw was really forced into some pretty good coverage, um, rather than taking taking what was underneath. Uh, 
and and the routes that we had underneath even if you just have an incompletion there uh, the bills are still you know well within field goal range um, still some time on the clock to work with um, so I just thought that that was a really rough interception um, and then obviously you know the the play that even gets us into the spot where we're talking over time um, at the end of regulation here the the defense makes an absolutely beautiful goal line stand uh, there's you know the touchdown gets called back from Justin Jefferson they're on the one yard line um, we're able to shut them down they even get the the defensive offsides from Jordan Phillips they get another crack at it they stuff him again right at the, you know the one inch yard line and I I haven't really been able to go back and look at this again yet. Um, just the exchange with Josh Allen and and Mitch Morris on the ensuing play um, with with a fumble at the goal line and just one of the weirdest things that you n- never see happen. And one of the things where you know we also had the uh, Singletary fumble in there. I I didn't think that was a good call. I thought his elbow was pretty well down um, when the ball starts moving. Uh, but like I said at the, at the top here, you know, you can deal with one or two of those mistakes in a game. Um, you know, your defense uh, gets two interceptions on Kirk Cousins. You know, one or two of those a game, you can kind of flip the script and and be able to come out of that hole. Um, when you add up, you know, four turnovers, you're minus two in the turnover battle. Uh, it's an uphill climb, and it's against a Minnesota team that is well now eight and one, but seven and one going into this game. Um, so definitely a team that you, you can't afford, um, the mistakes on. And for me, even with the turnovers kind of out of the equation, I felt like this game was kind of a tale of two halves. Um, when just looking at the box score, it seems like the Bills came out, you know, revved up, and and the Vikings kind of stayed consistent throughout the whole game. Um, the Bills come out first quarter fourteen points, second quarter ten points, and then we go into this this lull. Um, third and fourth quarter, we come up with only three points in each quarter, um, while the Vikings are kind of uh, crescendoing. And there's a few things that. I saw kind of change, and I'm going to start with the running backs, and I don't know if Singletary kind of lost some touches here um, because of the fumble, um, but at, at halftime, he had something like 42 yards, um, and I think it was on like nine, eight, nine carries. Um, and he ends the day with 13 carries for 47 yards. Uh, he had the two touchdowns early. And then obviously the lost fumble. I felt like he he started out the game really strong, and like I said, I don't I don't know if the fumble kind of moved him towards the bench and got um, James Cook some more looks, um, who also played pretty well today. He had five carries for twenty two yards. Um, it was just kind of interesting to me to see that we had this game where Josh was coming in injured and I was expecting a little bit of a more run heavy game plan 
Um, you know, we had Duke Johnson activated. We, you know, it just was kind of pointing towards we think we can run on this team. Um, we're going to game plan to do that. And they, they came out and started the game that way, and they were having some success doing it. And then the second half, it, it kind of just went away. And, you know, I know the Vikings were kind of surging in the second half, um, putting some points up. Um, but I don't know. The the success you were having on, on the ground in the first half, um, Singletary averaging almost five yards a carry. He had the two touchdowns. Um, again, Josh being injured. I would have liked to see a little bit more out of the run game in this game in particular. Um, as far as receiving goes, Stefan Diggs keeps doing Stefan Diggs things. Uh, 12 catches, 128 yards. Um, what I did like in this game, and it's it's kind of answering the call of what what I had been talking about the last couple weeks, is what we were getting from some of the secondary weapons. And this was a game where the ball was spread out a little bit more. Uh, Gabe Davis in the mix, six catches, 93 yards. Uh, I will say that the... the um, the catch that he had to set up the field goal going into overtime. I, I think if they took another look at that one, uh, I'm not so sure that one was a catch. I do think we are still pretty close to field goal range. I still think it ends up in overtime, uh, but I, I think we got away with one there. Uh, but at, at any rate, uh, Dawson Knox involved in this game, four catches, 57 yards. Um, absolutely love seeing that. I feel like he's kind of been... A little bit underutilized this season, uh, especially considering some of the some of the opportunities that have been present um, with kind of the lack of uh, production from some of the receivers. Uh, McKenzie gets involved, four catches for 37 yards, and then Hines, uh, Hines, Shakir, Singletary all add one catch. Um, Overall, I, I was pretty pleased with the passing game um, from the weapons standpoint. And, I mean, I, I guess overall, even from Josh Allen, I mean, he ends up throwing for 33 or 330 yards, completing 29 passes and 43 attempts. I mean, uh, other than the mistakes that were out there that were very costly mistakes, it was... It was a good day offensively. Uh, Josh also added six carries for 84 yards. Um, so, I mean, o overall, you know, it's uh, it's the hindsight. It's the, you know, you, you can't say look at everything except for this. Um, I thought we had a pretty good game plan going into this game. I thought we were executing pretty well. And then I thought kind of in the second half, we started letting what Minnesota was doing kind of dictate what we were doing offensively, um, kind of shying away from running the ball and and things like that. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we want to talk a little bit more about this game. We're going to talk a little bit about the defense and then kind of just more my broad stroke thoughts on the game. Um, let's st stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Bill's Vader. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back in and thank you again for joining me on this week's episode of the Wandering Buffalo podcast. Uh, We're going to dive back in and talk about kind of the defensive side of this of the ball in this loss to the Vikings 33 to 10. Um, And I want to start out with I'm going to lump these two together and Kirk Cousins and uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson had an absolute monster of a game um, in more in particularly the the second half. Um, so I, I was talking to my brother, you know, this is going to be one that gets gets debated of the, you know, you got the ball back, you stopped him on fourth down. Do you take the intentional safety and punt it away and give him 30 seconds? Um, or, or do you, you know, try to do the quarterback sneak out of the end zone? Uh, I, I personally think the quarterback sneak was the right call. Uh, I think it was just kind of a fluky ex- execution thing that you never really expect. It's kind of the simplest play in football. Um, but in a different circumstance, my answer to that could possibly be different. Um, other than the fact that the the drive that got the Vikings down to the goal line you know, Jefferson was already having a good day on that drive. He was absolutely unstoppable. Um, we saw Diggs have an absolutely ridiculous catch earlier in the game. The one from Jefferson was that catch on steroids. Um, that was one of the better catches I've ever seen. Uh, just when he's coming down with it, it's one hand all the way through the possession. I, I think it was Cam Lewis. Um, kind of trying to pull the ball out and it's he never even like tucks it into his body he's just through through the contact of the ground just one hand in it um absolutely ridiculous catch and you know obviously we're talking about Jefferson he's one of the best receivers in the league right now um and I honestly in the first half thought we did a pretty good job containing the receivers um for the vikings and you know that's again we're, we're talking about another game trey white still hasn't made his de- uh, debut um we're still talking about um uh i'm sorry we're still talking about micah hyde being out uh poyer misses another game we have cam lewis lewis getting his first action at safety um, in replacement of Jaquan Johnson, um, Kyrie Elam's out. Um, all that to say, um, you, if you listen to the show, you know I'm I'm not an excuses maker. Uh, this to me is more interesting because, it, as I was talking about first half, second half. Obviously, we we contained them pretty well in the first half. You know, they put up what ten points in the first half. And the second half is where we weren't able to stop them. Um, so to me, the Vikings went into halftime and they made better adjustments than us in this game. And, you know, Kirk Cousins end up 30 for 50, 357 yards. Um, he had that one long scramble that went kind of right down to the goal line. Um, I thought, again, overall defensively, we... We played pretty well, and the the 
the thing that's frustrating about this game is how many chances the defense gave us to put this game away and you know they had they had their two turnovers you know that that's great in most games um not only that there's the um goal line stand that gives us the ball back all we really had to do is kill clock and not only did we not take the safety there again i wouldn't have done that um but we fumble the snap lose it and it's not even like the vikings get the ball at their one yard line again and have to take another uh another crack at scoring from the goal line it's they just had to fall on on top of the ball um so i thought the defense kind of did their things we we also had four sacks on kirk cousins um they have a pretty great running back one-two punch in delvin cook in um madison and madison we hold three carries for 11 yards Delvin Cook, I mean, his numbers are super inflated. Uh, I, I mean, they look super good. He had 14 carries for 119 yards. Um, 81 of those come on one play. And again, it, it's not something where you can just take one out and say, yeah, we did a great job other than that. Um, but over the long haul of the game, you know, the defensive linemen, even with the rotation, do get worn down a little bit. Um outside of that play to hold Delvin Cook to 13 carries for what 30 something yards. I I thought we did well in that department too. Um just kind of a culmination of all the mistakes that were made just making it too much to overcome and that was kind of a little bit of the theme for this team early in the season uh, was we were talking we were talking a lot about like yeah we just won that game by you know two three scores and look at all this meat that we left on the bone uh we it could have easily been four or five scores and you know we kind of slowed down we made this mistake but good thing it didn't matter um and now we're we're seeing over the last couple weeks um all those things add up and it's it's no longer ending up with the game of yeah, we had those two bad turnovers, but you know it didn't really matter. Um, we're having games where it's it it's becoming the reason that we lose, um, which didn't happen earlier in the year. Um, but if you look at all of the turnovers that we have, they were all in a scoring position today. Um, the fumble at the goal line was you know a different scoring position. Um, the interception at the end of the game we're in field goal range to at least have a tie um still in striking distance to possibly win the game uh, we have the first half interception we're going into the red zone um the singletary fumble i don't believe we were quite in the red zone yet um but it was it was a drive where we are moving the ball really effectively um so i you know despite minnesota coming out and putting up 33 points you know, obviously, there's there's some things that you um, would like to see be a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but all things considered, I, I thought they played well enough for us to win and gave us multiple opportunities um, 
to seal the game. We we saw uh, Von Miller come in with the, I, I think they said on the on the broadcast. You know, that's your finisher. That that's what he does. That sack that Von Miller had at the end of the game. That that should have been just about it. Should have had a bow on it. Um, obviously, it doesn't work out that way. But I mean, when you consider all of the injuries that we mentioned, you know, at the top of the of uh, these players that have been there uh, on this defense, you know, it, it's not just, you know, quick one game injuries. These are um, significant players for this team that we've lost for a significant time. And to go up against receivers like Justin Jefferson, Thielen, um, Hawkinson, tight end, I'm impressed with where our defense is at considering the losses that we've taken. Um, just how many guys are out there that were not at all in the plans for for starting this season. You know, again, we're talking about Cam Lewis, who's kind of he's kind of been on the fringe of being on the roster the last couple of years. Um, out there starting at safety, Demar Hamlin, who I've been pretty impressed with. Um, in there at safety that you know that's another spot that was a multi-year veteran that was in that place um, still haven't seen Trey White come back you know Kyrie, Kyrie Elam is brought in to you know be that cornerback we see him not active today um, Benford I thought has been playing pretty well I thought Dane Jackson was pretty good today um, outside of Outside of kind of like the two absolutely banana drives from Justin Jefferson, I thought our secondary did pretty well overall today. Um, like I said, all things considered, certainly played well enough to to put our team in a position to win today. Uh, so, a lot to look at with this game. Um, debating doing a second episode this week as I um, kind of dig a little bit further into that uh to the game um there's just it was such a such a roller coaster of a game um in particular the second half um that i there's just more i want to look into in this game and and kind of wrap my head around a little bit more um but for the bills here we're gonna we're going to take this loss. It's going to sting for a couple days. We're going to get back to work. Um, next week, we got the Browns coming into town. Um, and the Browns the Browns have been a, a pretty chippy team this year. Um, coming into uh, today, they're, they're currently 3-6. and six. Um, But considering some of the... Um, some of the talent that they're missing and some of the games that they've been able to be competitive in um i don't think that's by any means in an easy outing and i could be wrong on this um but i believe it was week 11 that deshaun watson was eligible to come back um so all kinds of storylines there i'm not sure if i'm correct on that or not um i have to take a double look at it but we might be seeing the uh, first game for deshaun watson in a Browns uniform. Um, so lots to look, look towards, uh, in that Browns game next week. Um, that's going to do it for me today. Um, like I said, we got to take another look at this game. Um, 
I will keep you posted on social medias. I'm going to drop a second episode about this game later in the week. Um, But thank you again for tuning in. Uh, If you want to get in touch with me at all, any comments, anything you want to talk about with this game, any other games, you can hit me up on social medias at jgods22. Uh, You can also do it just uh, searching up the Wandering Buffalo podcast. Thank you again for tuning in tonight, and uh, keep your chins up, Bills Mafia, and come back stronger than ever next week. Go Bills!